Welcome back to another episode of Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast with OG Willikers. This episode features members of the Bay Area hip hop group The Watershed. On the line, we have Professor Gable, MC Paws, and the legendary Equipto. All mainstays in the Bay Area scene, they just dropped their second album entitled Don't Forget Your Welcome. We cover a lot of ground in this conversation, so let me wrap this intro up by kicking off the first track, Front Steps, off of Don't Forget Your Welcome by The Watershed. Con canciones donde ella hablaba de la verdad, de lo auténtico, de lo verídico, de lo real. No removal of my name inside the pothole Used to blow Buddha on the stoop right by Serrano's Beside garage doors, knew the lady in apartment A Said that we could chill if when she left we part away Pardon me, we helped walk her down the stairs slowly Cause she got a bad knee, it ain't there fully The dude in apartment B looking scared of me Old lady said he just moved in, he stares funny She told him folks be chilling on the stairs and they're friendly Opened up a car door, watched her drive away Dude shouted out the window in the lighter Day, clear the front steps or I'll call the cops right away Hey, the early 90s don't remember the exact date We used to gather on lower hate The black gate, the world is an ashtray Even as the days change This was the way that we claimed space Roaming on the sidewalk Take the try throwing our vibe off though We confuse it with jive talk Time costs capital I adjust but stay radical Without being over the top like a catapult Hit up a new spot, batteries for the boombox In the rain, the game, playing pain by Tupac At times it seems we've been through too much shit But still, ride with homies that I grew up you with You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all the Monday ones Yeah, smoking on the chop We're going straight to the top And we're not gonna stop until we make paper And this place, this place, son You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all the Monday ones Yeah, smoking on the chop We're going straight to the top And we're not gonna stop until we make Come on, I was chillin' on the front stoop Talkin' shit, rollin' dice, smokin' blunts too Cracked the 40, passed it over to my homegirl Music bumpin' hella loud, we in our own world Neighbors callin' the cops on us, they call us evens But we ain't doin' nothing but smokin' and drinkin' Police used to pull up, pointin' pistols at us Throw us in handcuffs, shake us down and smack us Lock us up in the system till we can't function Plus to clear the hood out with the gang of judges Prices out till we can't afford to live here Police state, keep the people in fear I remember fear. back in the summer at Parque Niños Unidos Working with the city's brown niños And niñas straight chilling lunchtime at El Jardín Secreto I got my slice of pizza, mama gave me morning vessel So I'm ready to go, dog walkers, dog shit and raring to go I'm popping off on all these transplanty folks And I don't care that I'm broke You better understand this isn't a joke I'm with the folks that can't see behind the smoke The burning buildings where I'm living The type of homes that you raise kids in Put in position where it's do or die for the mission From Bed-Stuy to the Bay, it's the same all around You know where to find me when it's going down You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all of my day ones yeah. Smoking on the chop, we're going straight to the top And we're not gonna stop until we make paper And this place, this place, so You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all of my day ones yeah. Smoking on the chop we're going straight to the top and we're not gonna stop until we make paper And this place, this place, so You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all of my day ones, yeah Smoking on the chop, we're going straight to the top And we're not gonna stop until we make paper And this place, this place, so You can catch me on the front steps Stooping on the block with all of my day ones, yeah Smoking on the chop, we're going straight to the top And we're not gonna stop
de gente que pensaba que ya basta de música extranjerizante o de música que no nos ayuda a vivir, que no nos dice nada, que nos entretiene un momento y que nos deja tan huecos como siempre. Y, y comenzamos a, a hacer este tipo de canciones. All right, this is uh, Professor Gable. I'm from San Francisco. I represent the Watershed and Old Soul Collective. You know what I mean? What's up, y'all? I'm MC Paz, <laughs> one MC from the Watershed, San Francisco, Mission, Born and Raised. Say Old Soul Collective. Old Soul Collective. <laughs> um, Equipto. San Francisco MC, uh, Board Stiff, Legend. Watershed, <laughs> Board Stiff, Watershed, Solidarity, Yeah, it was just three members of the Watershed with you today, y'all. Shout out to the other three members, uh, Brycon, Monk HCS, and Baghead. Mm -hmm. We love them, and it's just us here, but they're here too. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad to have you. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan, you know, uh, it rooted with Equipto, you know, I feel like early when I was, a, you know, I said I'm in my mid thirties now, but you know, back in, in high school when I was listening to hip hop, it was, uh, like when it was new to me, you know, and I was digging and learning and I had friends that were teaching me like Equipto was someone that came up on a lot of mixes people gave me and, uh, and I won't lie, it was a, I was kind of part of the live wire era where, you know, you would like pirate as much stuff as you could too. And, and, uh, I'm sorry, Equipto, but there was a point, I think I got some Andre Nicotina Equipto, uh, stuff pirated at one point. Um, hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Believe me, I know. I understand. <laughs> but yeah, that's like when I, so, and I, that's what I love about working, uh, with you, you know, we've done shows and stuff. I've, I've been working with you, uh, in the live show world for a few years and i always get excited when equipto's on the bill and, and in fact i think the last show i performed before covid was the slap frost review in taos uh with you guys wow yeah i think i just looked at the pictures that you sent me too, the old ones i was like wow yeah i remember that yeah i think that was the last uh last show i played so uh <laughs> shout out to you but but then you know i, I have a even my like nalgene water bottle you know i, I, I uh I always carry a, wa carry a water bottle around, and it's got a watershed sticker on it. And I know hey. you, you must have given it to me, like, you know, one of the times you came through. Nice, nice. And I was like, who are these guys? And I think I got a CD when I went out to the Bay, I think. I might have even talked to some of you guys, because I was out there for a, a show. Uh, 2018, uh, I was on a opening uh, for Sky Zoo and Landon Wordswell. Oh, uh, we were there. Yep. Yeah. We were all there at the the Legionnaire. That shit was crazy, though. That wow. was oh my god! You know that whole tour was like uh, amazing for me. You know I'd never like going on tour with someone like Sky Zoo. We were just kind of part of a group that like we got invited into things that normally you wouldn't on like a little indie tour. Right. And no. There was just no. a lot of cool things, but I remember that night was one of the most memorable as far as just like like the energy and vibe. And I always knew the Bay was dope, but like to go there and actually rock a show. Uh, it's like that, that, 
vibe you guys have out there is just unbelievable. So, yeah, I don't know how I got into into Watershed, but I've always been paying attention. I'm, I'm sure it's through through uh, you, Equipto, but um, but uh, yeah, but but I guess what I'm getting at is I don't really know much more than that. That's like what I know about the crew. So so, what kind of brought you guys together? Because I know you're all Bay Area. Uh, it's kind of like a super group in a way. Uh, so what's 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 the glue that di- that did this? Um, man, basically it's been like a five year in the making type of group. You know, what I mean, I know we dropped our, our first debut two years ago, about, but through the cultivation of kind of like um, basically it's like San Francisco a San Francisco connection, you know, but through politics and like street politics and all type of things that were going on with Mario Woods that got executed by the uh, San Francisco police department. There's a lot of, uh, you know, uprisings were happening. A lot of beautiful moments. People were coming together. Communities were, uh, you know, fusing people coming together. And I think watershed is somewhat a result of that. Uh, Cause I was building with like, also collective uh casts um brycon i I knew prior monk i've known for many years so it was kind of like just something that was brewing like we we were chopping it up and kind of like doing direct action and and like becoming friends before we even actually hit the booth together now that i think about it you know what i mean it was kind of like we're just and then we were like, man, you know, a couple of us were like, we should do a, a group called The Watershed. I, you know, I heard the word or something. And, you know, it, it, it was going to be bigger, like a lot of more people kind of involved, you know what I mean? Like, or we, we had visions maybe to be involved, but it kind of just dwindled down to what it was supposed to be, I think. But um, that's kind of how we came together. But, you know, the group is just, it's like grown to a lot more, I think. And I like to like have Gable and Professor Gable and, and MC Paws actually to touch on it too, like what the watershed is and what's what's become kind of, you know. Yeah, that's a crazy like way you put it. I forgot kind of until now that we didn't really make songs the first few years of knowing each other at all. You know, we were like young, we are young, you know, rappers or whatever. And like we are fans of Equipto, you know, before we know him. So we're not asking him to be on songs. We just like see him at the bar. We're like, oh, shit. Like he's here and shit, you know what I mean. So for the first couple of years, it was more like that. You know what that, I mean? That's like, how it was. My like, first few shows opening for Crypto, straight up the same thing. That's all love. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm like, same man, same. No, no, I, I dig it. I dig it. No, yeah, I mean, you know, and like for me, like I think a pivotal moment, time of it was like the Boom Boom Room too. I think a lot of times in these interviews, we kind of miss that part, like. So Boom Boom Room was special because it was like, it was like, it wasn't really like a show, like on a tour, you know, it was like all the rappers or all the rappers that there'd be a bunch of rappers show up and just like uh, freestyle for one minute at a time. So it was really more of like a skill building place than like, than anything else. And like Queasy wasn't going to it for like the first couple years, you know? It would just be like us, right? Like, and the, or not just us, obviously, plenty of people. But you know what I mean? Like, it got bigger over time. The the ROT Return of the Cipher uh, shows. You know, shout out to everybody who put that together. And uh, pause. You want to kind of touch on that era a little bit too? Yeah. So, um, 
as uh, Kurto mentioned, you know, me and Professor Gable are also part of a group called Also Collective, OSK, shout out OSK. Sure. And, um, you know, we, just, we, we got together kind of a little bit after high school and we wanted to form something, you know, we all knew we, we were all like really loved hip hop and really loved art. And we felt like we wanted to put, at least have something that we can label our work and our crew as and also collective came to be from there and um you know what the boom boom room days return of the cypher like that was really the the sharpening of of like the arts of the art as far as like mcs producers you know like people in the hip-hop game so um that was just kind of our introduction to actually see the the hip-hop uh, world in Frisco, like the Bay Area, like underground. And, um, you know, I think for me, I, it was always a dream to be a part of it and to just be a part of the culture and give back to the culture that I feel like has given me so much. And um, that's kind of how it's gone. It's, got, it's, it's, it's become, it became something really authentically and organically. It wasn't really anything that like we strive to do like the group just became what it was through our experiences together and you know luckily right now we have two albums to, to showcase that and um you know hopefully we're going to continue and uh putting more things out there as we continue to experience new things as a group the boom boom room was a, a good thing to talk about because it was it was a place where it was more of the youngsters right we're at and um i started to start to go there repeat the scene, you know what I mean? Like, and me and a couple other OGs would go there to smoke in the back and kind of like peep how the youngsters were getting down, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like how it comes together too when you start like, okay, I like how that motherfucker get down, or, you know what I mean, on the mic. And they're cool people too, you know what I mean? Like I said already, we were kind of like all coming together and we would meet there, you know, at the Boom Boom Room and shit like that. So it, w it was a dope vibe and that's how, that is kind of how with jump started the watershed into like the musical form, you know what I mean? Like what we were doing in MCs, like the youngster, and then, you know, Pep Love started showing up and, yeah. you know, other artists would be there, you know what I mean? It was like becoming like the OGs would start coming around and that would get the youngsters to be on point and want to hit the mic, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I got to heavy. Yeah, just like we were when we were young, you know, we would want to do that. So it was dope, you know what I mean? Like, and we would be able to see, like, you know, there's people going at it and they're going at it every week with other dope rappers too. Unlearn the world, you know, skillful rappers and shit, motherfuckers that, you know, take it serious, you know what I mean? So they have to bring it every week and it's, you know, so it was kind of like our version of, uh, like when did Project Bloat and them have, I forgot, my, the Good Life Cafe, you know, like in certain things that were, you know, we, we could have places where youngsters, you know, hip hop lived in a certain area at least one night, you know what I mean? You could be free and do what you want, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, and myself being an OG was blessed to witness all that. You know what I mean? Like, it was a dope-ass era. Like, it's still going on somehow, but I think a different kind of form. But ROTC, like, five years ago was crazy. That's so fun to hear for me as, you know, me coming up into to the hip-hop world and culture is, is so different being from New Mexico. Like, the Bay, I mean, that's such a totem of hip-hop you know there's certain areas where there's just like obviously that there's so much rich culture there and out here in new mexico we don't really have you know these giants that that came up in the same space 
So for us, a lot of what what we did in our scene in our world was was kind of emulating, you know, because we couldn't we didn't really have examples here. So like like to, I like I I've been a part of a, a couple, you know, I've been in hip hop about fifteen years or so, and you know, in in that era, I've been a part of a, a few, you know, um, like uh, I don't want to say movements, but like efforts to like bring the scene alive out here and and what we're doing is like it's not like oh man we're gonna do this thing and then then you know the ogs will come out like the ogs aren't gonna come out out here so so we just had to do it and build it ourselves and obviously we didn't invent it but you know we did you know put a little bit of our style and stuff but but like even to hear you know how like the pressure of like oh man i'm gonna get on the mic tonight and uh you know maybe maybe you know some OG legends going to come out like that was never the thing we just did it and we tried our best and you know we would we would uh you know compete with each other and we do have some um pretty uh excellent artists out here like uh like Defy I'd say he's kind of like a big MC that that we all oh, look up to like he's that's like my that's he, my folks too yeah definitely Defy and rest in peace Wake and Wake Self yep I mean, absolutely Wake Self rest in peace Wake Self I knew both of them brothers I know both of them brothers I know Wake Self He's still with us. I want to say that, you know what I mean? His spirit, but yeah, dude, not to interrupt, but definitely, bro. Like y'all have your own, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what it takes. Just like every region, they need that seclusion sometimes and have that somewhat chip on the shoulder. You know what I mean? Like to cultivate their own shit, you know, like, and that's what like, just like every other region kind of has done. Bay area did it, you know, Atlanta's done it, you know, Texas had to do it. Um, but New Mexico is definitely like on some lyrical shit, like some powerful, you know, like Wake and Defy definitely have like set the ground. I, I look like, you know, and I'm sure there's many, many others, you know what I mean? But like have set the ground for that, like New Mexico sound, I think, you know what I mean? Like they definitely got like that shit down. Like you can't come to the to the plate with some some average lyrics fucking with them. You know what I mean? Like you really have to listen. They sent me shit like I've, I've been blessed to collaborate with them. Like I've listened to them over and over you know what I mean? You can hear the bars, the rhyme schemes, and you know what I mean? Like how they come with it. And it's definitely like, you know, influence from, you know, like uh, the freestyle fellowships and you know what I mean? The, the, the lyrical architects of the, of the game, but they have their own style. You know what I mean? Like New Mexico cats have definitely brought their own styles to yeah, shit. So absolutely. Y'all definitely yeah. And I'm, I'm honored to, you know, even like have that as a, a, kind of the the playing field i'm a part of like to get to work with people like them and uh of course you know rest in peace wake but i, I still feel like his influence is very strong here uh and you know even back you know uh anytime anyone has anything bad to say about wake or defy and they're local or for this region i just say like man that just means you're jealous like you like if, right. you're, if you're talking shit it just means you're jealous because they're fucking dope and you can't touch that shit uh, so, yeah, I, I proudly say that like you know I'm part of this game or whatever too but I'm never gonna try to front like like they're not competition like I look up to them you know and oh so, yeah people yeah. are gonna hate when, when you're trailblazing man you know they're trailblazing you know like so people are honest you know there's gonna be people that disagree or gonna have certain feelings towards that but yeah more back to your scene in your world I don't know what the secret is or what it is about about your your area, but to me that's like the dopest scene. Man, appreciate it, man. Yeah, we I I personally agree, man. I love the bass scene, you know? Like it's uh I don't know, like 
it's very just like uh, what, I don't want to say what's like the right word for unexpected. <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get, type of thing. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just so well. It's so creative and and like uninhibited is how I feel. Some of the exactly. funnest hip hop I've ever heard is Bay hip hop, and but it's not just fun. Like some, you know, Equipto and like what the whole crew is on. You guys are on like I don't want to say like conscious rap. Like you know, you guys are like a, you're not just rapping about this and that. You've like moved to like this. I mean, like an activist element to your music as well, which I mean, I guess makes sense for San Francisco some like, too. Some of us are conscious rappers by accident. Yeah. It's not your market. It's just your uh, what you ended up writing about. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's cool hearing you talk about the Bay and and uh, that and that term, that well, that fashion. Uh, for me, as an artist, I always kind of, especially as a big hip hop head. Like I remember for a long time, I was like, kind of. I didn't grow up in like New York or Brooklyn or something because like the scene out there was just, you know, it's hip. That's the Mecca. Right. And um, so I always, I always felt like, oh, like, damn, like, you know, there is no rappers from the mission like that are that have made it on that level. Like there aren't that many like rappers from the Bay that like are like get 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 the networks and the connections that artists in the East Coast get. Right. And I th- I saw that as kind of like a just a, kind of like a barrier but now you know being in the culture and everything like that that has totally flipped like i see that as a strength now you know i see i realize like oh wait like i can be the rapper from the mission i could be the rapper from the bay that like maybe gets hot and like people know about you know like i i'm a part of the culture and and the work that i do in it is gonna like affect it as well so um yeah Appreciate that. Talking about the Bay was also with, with like we was talking about how Gable said like like it's not on purpose or like how we're quote unquote activists, right? Or the music is quote unquote activist themed, you know, like because like being a group from San Francisco based in San Francisco and like being survivors of what's been happening out here. You're you're just an activist naturally. It's not something that you're trying to be. Now people see me as an activist, so they're gonna associate me because I might be the elder and the most you know uh, prominent you know OG in the group, right? You know what I mean. So they will associate that with that, you know, even like. But it is themed that way because that's how we live every day. You know what I mean? Like we go to spots and shop and eat at spots that we like, you know what I mean, that, that have been around for years because it brings back certain memories. Like, we support certain businesses naturally because all our friends have businesses, you know, like small businesses. like, And that's revolutionary. That's activist. That's, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, you know, and it, it's, like, important because some people don't want to be associated with that in a sense because it's not necessarily what people want to be moving towards, right? It's, we want to make moves but we don't like, and Gable said, we don't necessarily want to hold a sign for the corny guy. You know what I mean? Like it's just certain things that we have to take steps towards where we're trying to get to. So the music, it culturally is activism music. It's themed like that because there's youth expression in it. There's wisdom in it. You know what I mean? There's the, the boom bap quote unquote hip hop element is all in it. Digging, you know what I mean? Like, that youthful expression is in it. I'm just playing my, my position as the OG in it, you know what I mean? Like, 
playing along, playing along with it. You know what I mean? Learning with them, adding structure as it goes for what I feel. You know what I mean? Like, but it doesn't mean it's automatically accepted because I'm open to change as well. So it's a whole, the whole, and that in itself, the group in itself is a movement, right? You know what I mean? Like you hear it in the music, especially in the second album. And I think, you know, it just has to be seen like that because I just, not like I don't want us to be like seen as an activist group. I just think like it's more to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we came from that because like I said, we came from the Mario Woods Uprise. Like our, our connection came through that before we even hit the booth together, you know? Like, so that, that spirit in us is always there. But the hip hop shit, you know, which brings like our conversations and our relationships and our friendships even more in depth where we could talk about so many different things, you know what I mean? Like, and our music reflects that. So, you know, I just wanted to say that as far as like the activism and like how the music might be conceived, perceived sometimes, you know? Yeah, and I guess maybe you don't want to be pigeonholed that way too. When you live your music and, and, and hip hop, you know, I think like the truest form of hip hop, you have to, you speak on what you know, you know, and, and if a rapper isn't doing that, like, that's kind of, that's always whack, you know, like, well, why are you talking about that shit? That's not you. That's not your life. But, uh, you know, when, you know, you've lived through the experiences you have and done what you've done and you got involved, uh, together through that, it's gonna be imparted into your art. Like there's no way not to, you know, if you're speaking on your feelings and your experience. Yeah, no. Yeah. But to like, and not to say that, you know, like the hip hop listener, like, you know, the person that tweaks out and just really gets into shit, like, I think will see that in the music. You know what I mean? Like, more than they see the activism of it. If you, you know what I mean? Like, because there's so much the production of it and the lyrics of the Watershed second album, first one too, but the second album, more or less, to me, is like just a perfect example of like raw hip hop, quote unquote. You know, I don't even want to use that word, but, you know, like, just raw music, raw elements of, you know I mean? Everything that is around us, young or old, it reflects, it belongs to this time, even though it's young and old, you know what I mean? Like, like when an average person that really listens to hip hop, you know what I mean? It's going to be like, this is like some real tweaky, like they were digging on this. They were, yeah. they were producing on this. Oh, and there was that rhyme scheme. You listen, you know what I mean? Like you, you listen to Gable, Monk and Paws, like, you know what I mean? Like you can hear like they're heavy with the pen, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it is like, and there's definitely strong bars in there about community work, you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, it's just like, it's really into the tradition of like the rawness of the music. You know what well, I mean? Like, and, it's, and it's songwriting. It's not just like, uh, right. know, let's, like I'm going to write a verse about how dope I am and why, and you do the same. <laughs> and maybe we'll come up with a hook later. I don't know. Let's just write. It's not just like punchline or whatever. There's there bars in there. There's there's yeah. poetry. There's songwriting. I gotta say though, we be doing that too though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's in there, but you know, I just I don't hear you guys and think like, oh, uh, you know, like I'm here for the laughs. Like you guys are digging you in your fun. souls. I think 2021, a lot of music's gonna come out that if people listen to, they're gonna be surprised. I think we're at a point where we can maybe play a, a track. Right on. Let's do it. Let's do it. I wonder. That's the big hit right now. Right. Shout out Brian Khan on the production along with Monk. I mean, like the whole thing is like, it was Jamie produced. Z. Yeah, Jamie Z on the hook. Like the whole production of the album is like a group effort between like Monk, uh, Monk, Baghead, and Brian Khan. Like they're just like 
on a different level, man. Like and together. Spins. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, he, he mixed right. with them as well. So yeah, they they went they went really hard on this album. We've been working on it for like you know this like two years or something like that. Easy. Like, really, the whole time too. Like really working, really on working album. on it. Not like you know what I mean. Not like not even like back burners. Just like two years. They, of, of us making it but a lot of them also putting a lot of extra time into the production and like how we all sound so shout out to them you know To make decisions really in a state of space Being held, that was the freest felt Comrades too proud to say they needed help <laughs> Yeah, me as well I wonder how we heal from it Knowing I'm human, my community will still love me We care less about the marker point they selling And displacement of the natives makes traffic overwhelming And time is still precious, we all disconnected So we trying to find a plug to just get Lady Land Electric Gone, out of body, and tripping off a different time Man, I wonder will we ever cross that finish line together? If 12 will ever get convicted for killings They get rewarded for shooting us They keep giving them billions It's no wonder why the deficit is hitting the ceiling No money for educators or the kids in the building Wondering if the homies will get an early release He said COVID is crazy and they spread the word in the streets As long as there ain't no justice, we disturbing the peace In front of a politician's house, turning up beats Fuck them, ain't no love, ain't no way we can trust them As long as paper play is the discussion, they bluffs it Day to day we still scraping up nothing Never breaking the budget or even thinking of fussing I wonder if we'll ever heal the trauma Seeing kids so dope to pay bills for their mama That shit was never right Maybe aliens are watching from a satellite And they don't rock with us cause of our destructive appetite Makes you wonder, right? I'm here in this place And never get blame I wonder if we'll ever learn how to love one another Start with your mother Then love all of your sisters and brothers Then love your father, him and your mother Major together, no matter the weather Your parents supposed to love you forever I wonder if 45 is gonna be staging a coup It happened in Flint, Michigan This isn't fake news Me and Jesus the pimp bumping, looking 
hanging out with the crew Cop watching, not stopping, wearing out on my shoes I wonder if my generation is paving the way To see past all the bullshit that keeps us all mentally slain Because the root of capitalism is radical evil My radical people, equality won't make us all equal I wonder if we'll reach equity Yeah, so uh, as far as the first album, so um, like Equipto was saying, like when we first came together the first few years, like we weren't even making music, you know, we were just hanging out, uh, building a, like a, kind of a foundation amongst one another. And uh, it, it eventually, you know, came down like, okay, like, let's, let's drop something, let's make an album, you know, Crypto, uh, all of that, Brycon about coming together and uh, putting a project, this project out, The Watershed, and from there, we, the way it went down was, uh, the reason why it's Equipto and Brycon present The Watershed is because they kind of, you know, gave us the platform to be a group, and the first album is special because it kind of was like a compilation in a way, right? Like there was a, some, there was queasy tracks on there. There was some me and Sam tracks on me and Gable tracks on there. You know, we got some features. We got uh, other producers, you know, uh, Baghead had one beat, the other homie mixed traffic had one beat and, and then Brycon had most, most, most of the beats on there. But uh, that one was, was cool because it, it kind of put us together in a, in a certain way. And it, 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 it created the, the jump off for us to do the second album and where it was like, okay, like we are, we're a thing. Like this is, this is a thing, you know? And so now it's like, you know, that, that first album was kind of with just like the birth and, and going forward is just, you know, our, our growth as a group. And um, I think it's, I think we have a cool trajectory um, in the music game. Yeah, and also I want to say, um, to add on to that, uh, when we were making the album, it was not clear that we were making an album, you know? Like, it was very much kind of like, is this going to happen? Like, are we really, you know, like, not in a bad way at all, but, like, we're still getting to know each other. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, so, like, we're still just, like, some kids, kind of, who are rapping, which is, you know what I mean? And it's like, we're, like... We, we didn't really make a song for a while. We just kind of like talked about it and like had some meetings and then we made one song and then we made like another song and it was kind of a very like naturally big, like, like again, kind of on accident made an album. Cause it wasn't something that we were like pressuring, I think, at all. you know what I mean? And it, it's still like this, honestly now. And it's like, and it's like a, it wasn't something we were pressuring. It was just something that, like, we all kind of, I think, wanted to happen. And so we did each did our part to, like, make it a tangible thing, like an album, you know? Right. You know, like, I think Brycon is good at that, too. Like, yeah. after Shout we do, because he has, like, the songs, right? And then we'll be like, 
like we have the thought of being the watershed, like you said, but keep in mind, like, you know, we're all doing stuff. Icon's busy. They got also collective. I'm doing my thing. So the songs we're making, we're, we're just creating. And then Brycon will come with something and like be like, hey, you know, these seven songs we got right here could be like the watershed or something. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, like, I start looking at things and, you know, things like that will come along. Like, so yeah, it definitely came through hella organically. But like, you know, we were just like, if, if you look at it, people might think it's like a, a Crypto and Brycon presents a compilation. So if you listen to it, though, you'll hear the, the you know, the same four artists, three or four artists pretty much in rotation through the, you know what I mean? If it was a compilation through the compilation. So it kind of like, oh, okay, this is a group. You know what I mean? Like for people that be unaware of the, you know, proper introduction of the watershed, you know, but yeah. Um, did you guys do like a release party or? Yeah, so that was also a very, very good, uh, very important part was the, the first show we did once the album came out was we opened for people under the stairs because Brycon had, uh, was opening for them and he let us rock with him. And, uh, or was it you and Brycon had a show? Oh yeah, it was, yeah. And, uh, you know, and you know, we just found, you know, uh, rest in peace, double K. He just, we just found out he just passed, which is crazy. But that was a very kind of like, you know, it was really like, uh, we got, it was we were lucky for that to be our first show because not only was it a big show with like a great audience and all that but it kind of like kicked us off on like a very confident note you know what i mean because we're like oh we can rock these 500,000 crowds any any time and it's true we can so you know that was awesome that was oh, our that's first such show. a good first show oh my god <laughs> we had a release party too actually yeah <laughs> But that was a first show, yeah. That was crazy. Damn. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a great blessing. It was a blessing, man. And uh, I mean, then we did like local shows, you know. Yeah, elbow room. Elbow room. We killed a couple. You know what I mean? I don't know about y'all, but, uh. <laughs> but we killed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's an inside joke. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it it was just like a a cultivation. These dudes just. Be- Coming young men, man. You know what I mean? Like I'm OG or whatever the hell, but these dudes are like getting better and better and better. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of like Queasy is too. Well, I'm getting better. They're making me better. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like I consider myself like the Max Roach or the the jazz. Like he's an OG jazz musician. <laughs> used to be with the youngsters and do and you know he get you know he get energy from that and it would make him better. You know what I mean? Like. But yeah, man, like, so the shed is just like continuing, like the, the album, honestly, I love all respect to everybody that's involved with the first thing, obviously all of us, but the second album is like leaps and bounds, man. It's like leaps and bounds from the first album. It's like, you know what I mean? Like the production, the involvement of everybody, the chemistry is like, that's to hear, you know, like to expect from, you know, future watershed, you know, productions and things that we're doing, you know what I mean? It's just getting better and better, like. In my, you know, in my opinion, or whatever the hell. But also, we kind of all are on each song, sort of, on this album too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the first one was like, "Oops, we accidentally made an album," I think, and this time it's like, "Yo, we, we rocked that huge show where we have the sick mm-hmm. debut album. Like, let's make our next album." So the intention and the power is like, focused, and a lot of the shows will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Like yeah, a lot of the shows will do that, make us feel like, "Oh shit, we gotta come with some shit." Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
uh for crypto so um you know so you came up when you were a youngster was like with board stiff right yeah like we came up together this is like early 90s you know um hanging with friends in the late 80s and, and shit like that and just coming together you know just we were youngsters teenagers the reason i bring it up that was like uh you know when you were uh kind of coming up and then now you're starting with this crew do you see any parallels with like with with being like part of the watershed and then board stiff and then you know that the difference in eras and generations and changes well like look look, that's a great question bro like i mean like because i'm learning bro I, i can't never forget yeah i'm an og i have experience but I'm still learning through shit, man. You know what I mean? Like in a group, it's like having different personalities, possibly different politics sometimes here and there. You know what I mean? Like that's going to happen, man. And as an OG, I have to understand that and accept that. You know, like during certain situations, you don't have to accept that. But you know what I mean? It's like everyone is not going to, you know, cross, always like my friend who was from Board Stiff. To quote him, I don't want to steal his quotes. He always says, "Everyone's not going to cross the finish line holding hands." You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> he always used to say that. You know, what I mean, we used to laugh at that. Like, oh, man, I feel you, man. That's sad to say that, but you know, it's just the, the sad truth. Sometimes, you know, what I mean, we're on a journey together, but we all have our, have our own lives. You know, what I mean, and I'm just happy to be along the journey now. I could give certain, you know, like advice and certain things. You know, like so, you know, like about experiences that might happen in life. But, you know, musically and creatively and, and things like that, like I'm open to a lot of shit. You know what I mean? I want to be more open to a lot of shit and just keep moving with shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously in any group people, there's going to be parallels. You know what I mean? Like some chemistry in the lab, you know, having fun with folks, you know, knowing how having trust in each other to bust. You know what I mean? Like being in the lab, knowing your folks is going to come with it. You know what I mean? Like that's all there with the shit. You know what I mean? Like having multi-producers that you know one of them gonna come with some you don't just have one producer you know what i mean and and we'll also bring a guest producer if we want to you know what i mean like but um yeah i mean there's parallels then it's all beautiful man it's just part of the journey man i'm just happy to be part of some you know what i mean like some musical uh like collaboration a group a movement you know what i mean at this day and time right now in my age you know what i mean like it's it's, it's humbling it's honorable it's like you know what i mean it's just it's cool it's all that shit it's all that shit well and you seem to work well with like ensembles and groups you know because like board stiff and then you got your solo thing going but then there's also uh the whole thing you got with true uh you know the the slap frost review the that whole thing you guys do with that and then you got you got the uh well, you got Solidarity, Solidarity Records is your label as well, correct? Right, yeah, it's a record label, platform type of uh, type of thing, you know what I mean? Like, definitely. Yeah. And, and you've done, you know, your activism and stuff, so you're, you're, a, you're a good organizer. You're someone who, who knows how to work with a group and a community and a collective and, yeah, see, bro, and sees the importance that. in that. I learned, I got that from my mother. I learned that, though, like, just naturally. I'm stubborn as a motherfucker, though. You know what I mean? That that comes with it. That's like my mother. You know what I mean? Like you know, sometimes it's like I'm open to learn. You know what I mean? But I am stubborn as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like when it when it comes to organizing, you know, like it's like okay, we got to do this shit. We're gonna do this shit. We're gonna do it or not? We're gonna do it. You know, like sometimes it comes down to that level. But yeah, man, thanks for looking. Thanks for saying that though. That's love. Yeah. Well, I mean, and even with the you know the slap frost tour, you guys 
and and you know, if anyone wants to listen more about those details, you can go back a few episodes with uh, True Justice. We had a phone call a couple months months ago, and he was talking all about this. But you know, you guys like go through a lot on those tours. Yeah, True uh, is crazy. True is like an incredible. <laughs> I don't know how he, he he he's such a great like you know tour manager, road manager, promoter, all that slash. He does it all himself. Of course, you know we, we do what we can, but he's relentless, man. And I that's what I miss. I love that brother. Of course, I'm, we still kick it. I'm saying like I miss that that COVID shit got us not hitting the road. We definitely be doing something. And at least oh, doing yeah. a little three day run here, five day run here. You know what I mean? Like we in New Mexico right now doing a little five-day run if it wasn't for this, but that's when True's at his best, too. <laughs> Professor Gable, uh, let me ask you, so so also you have quite a solo career going on, too. Um, thank you, thank you. Tons of rappers, uh, or, sorry, uh, albums, and you did a, a, an album. I read an interview with you, um, how you came up. Uh, Curbside was like your first... Shout out to my big bro, Syph, Syph 4. That's my, that's our group, Curbside. It's me and Syph 4. And we dropped an album called Curbside. If we had another MC, you add Syph. That's another inside something. But yeah, that was my first. Uh, so, you know, I have a couple of first albums. I kind of change it whenever I feel like it. But yeah, let's go with that. Curbside was my first album. <laughs> you know, I love that album. That was a great era too. And you know, I still make lots of music with Sy Four. And you know, gotta thank Sy. He kind of he t- yeah. sort of taught me how to rap. You know, oh, like Cy, yeah. opened the door for me for show. Showed me how to freestyle, draw. And you know, I still kick it with him like every day. So that's that's my bro. So Curbside definitely 2021. Wait for that one. Yeah, yeah. But I did a bunch of other albums too. You know, I did um ouch and i also did uh my room needs new light bulbs with baghead that was a collaboration with baghead but i gotta say my first group ever was w with me and mc pause right here so you know yeah oh all right all right so that's yeah. a super long awaited project yeah. right there that's how i met them i met them as w yeah <laughs> that was mc pause and gable i mean i knew about the old soul collective as a whole but i knew them I was watching them do shows together, ripping it like, okay, okay, oh, oh, okay, oh. <laughs> we were feeling ourselves back then. Yeah, they were, they were, they were killing shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just like keep it real. It's just like you know, we were just doing shows. I see them at certain uh, functions and shit as well. You know what I mean? Like, okay, but yeah, uh, W. That's something. Another group with Gable. Uh, Gable also he doesn't like mentioning the the Drop Zone album. His, his <laughs> that debut. was actually my first. <laughs> that's all solidarity. Right that's kind of like like a naked baby picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's I love it though. It's beautiful to me. I mean, it's hard. I, just like me, I can't listen to my first shit. I'm like, yeah. come on, man, turn that off. Like, <laughs> so I understand where he's coming from. But so Gable definitely has a, a, a you know the catalog. He has a Couple singles out there, two features, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got here. a bunch of features. Yeah. Cali J, Stunner Man. Yeah, Cali J, Stunner Man 02, that was a big single for me, still open. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, yeah, man, it's like, uh, and what Paws got a, a out, MC Paws got an album he's been working on for a good minute. It's like <laughs> coming together solid, he got something, it's great, something brewing. 
Yeah, it's gonna be like twenty, what, four tracks? Yeah, twenty four tracks. Damn, double album. Yeah. Check it out. Right. Yeah, I'm looking up MC Paws on uh, my Spotify here. <laughs> yeah, you could find me on a couple features on a you couple. You got a lot of appears on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nice. Appears on. <laughs> I like that one. I mean, yeah. that one. Instead of features, I got some appears on. I'm appears are appears on. But yeah, that's another cool thing about being a collective is that we get to make music together, but we also make music as solo artists and it's all part of the same like web you know it's all part of the same net and you know if you like one of us you know and want to hear more of the other person like you can find that you know um so i for me like definitely as a solo artist being in the shed like I, like it, it's cool like because i always loved hip-hop when you were like find out about artists and, and then you find out what crew they're a part of and you find out who they worked with and who produced this beat and mm -hmm. it's just like oh, this, oh yeah. you know so yes, the love of yeah you know and so it, that's that's i love how I'm, i've been building like with the shed and as well as a solo artist because like that's what i always loved about hip-hop was like finding out like how everything is connected you know well, that, that actually happened to me with Brycon the other, uh, recently because, uh, so now I got that radio show where every week I play an hour of underground hip hop and, and I got to dig, you know, because I only know so much and it's like, now I've already done like hours and hours and hours and like somehow I came across, uh, Amani Jade. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, who's this Amani Jade? That's dope. I want to. I want to see who that is. And it was like, I listened to that new album that came out and I fucking loved every song. Like the, the production, the rapping, it's so fucking good. No, yeah, bro. You just said it. That be, that project is so fucking it's good. It's amazing. It is, bro. Shout out Amani and, and Brian. Yeah, Amani and Brian came with a masterpiece right there. That shit is, that's going to, that's a timeless project. Yeah. It's going to forever, not in a bad way, but it's forever going to be like underrated. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It's one yeah. of those, man. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. And, and the fact, so I was playing it and I'm like, oh, cool, Imani Jade. Oh, who's Brycon? Oh, that must be the producer. You know, I'm doing my like hunting. And I didn't click that that was like was the watershed too. Mm. And I think I, I think I, I found it like doing my digging online and I was like, I hit up Brycon. I'm like, bro, you're watershed too? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Like, I didn't even put it together. <laughs> and then I sent him a picture of my water bottle with the watershed sticker. And I'm like, bro, like, I've been a fan of you and your crew for a while. I didn't even know you were that. That's, so that's awesome, man. See, that's my favorite shit, man. Good thing you did that with Bri, because, like, the shed is just elusive as fuck. You know, we'd be high and shit, so... Yeah, that might have took a couple more months <laughs> that connection if it wasn't bride. But good job Shout on putting on, on, on bride. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I know the bay's dope, but I didn't. I, yeah, I guess I didn't realize, you know, that there yeah, was that yeah. connection and that, you know, exactly like you were saying. Pause about like. I'm part of this crew and then you make the connection like, Oh, who's part of this. And you know, you hear that, especially as an artist, you hope fans do that. But I never really as a fan had that experience until now that I got this show and I have to dig, I have to pay attention to everybody's stuff. So I have something to play every week. And yeah, bro. That's, it's, that's, it's fun. Like you say, you're not a journalist, but you, you kind of got to do journal journalist things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because right. I, I do it too, bro. Like I, I'm just, cause we're nerds like that. I'm a hip hop nerd like that. And, and to me, I'm like, 
really a jazz fan too, you know, like super into jazz. And that's definitely like exactly what Paul's was talking about. It's like making those connections. Like, oh, he played drums on this? Yeah. Man. Okay. So his solo records are going to be yeah. crazy. You know, you go to Woo Woo, who played? Oh, he played fluid. He started out with that dude. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. He's connected to Mingus. And then, you know, like there's so many names that we don't really know, but like the true hip hop listener, you know, the true researcher, the true hip hop nerd or whatever the fuck, you know, it's going it, to, you know, we'll make those connections because, yeah, definitely the watershed, like you hear everyone on it, it's like you're going to hear exactly everything we bring to the table. You know what I mean? You hear a monk solo shit like, oh, OK, I see. you hear Paws or Gables, you know, the old soul, you hear Brycon's, you know, solo tweaks, you know what I mean? Like you get to understand kind of like what the shed is, you know what I mean? Like, OK, they kind of just, you know what I mean? Like fuse this into something like that's their own shit, you know what I mean? Like. It's definitely like, cause yeah, it's like we just—I don't even know what to label our shit. You know what I mean? Like, keep it real. Just dope, dope shit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> love, love, love. Should we segue into another song? Been here before. Yeah, been here before. Been, been here before. Got a video for that too. Dope ass video by Serial for the Kids. Yeah, shout out Serial for the Kids who also did the cleansing cover. Since we were talking about that, right? Right. Serial right. for the Kids killing it always. Yeah. Anything they do. Kissing your forehead while you give me a hug I love a boy, never pretend to be thug I wear my feelings on my sleeve Let's do the birds and the bees I like that you feeling me And boy, your water fatigue I barely just found my peace When I saw you in the street Walking out against the police And la migra de and peeps Took me hella time to move on from what used to be That's because I loved her and I wasn't loving me Learn the fucking hard way, don't forget about your dreams If I had forgotten, wouldn't open for the pee I'm happy things sparked off But I gotta let you know this music's about to pop off the last time I fell in love, I let it overtake me I'm never going back to the place where I used to hate me I know this place, been here before Sick of the games, never no more Time for a change, closing the door Sick of the games, never no more She said, show me round the city, Sam
She not really knowing what's in store Cut off, we emotionally shut the door She start cussing more What you trying to play me for, a sucker for She'll get mad I'm on another tour I gotta wiggle, my life ain't that simple It's at a fast tempo And there's things I ain't trying to get back into I like my space and my freedom So I'm selective when replying to my DMs I'm MC and I ain't trying to get sidetracked Cause I learned that I'll never get that time back I guess I'm on a different page Baby, all in the way So I canceled our dinner date Been here before by the watershed, produced by Baghead with the hook by Monk HTS, aka Bobby Darren. Just kidding, just kidding. What do you think of that song, gentlemen? MC Pause. You know, you you really went deep on that one. Uh, uh, what did what, what what? Where were you at that? Uh, what was that studio session like? <laughs> <laughs> um. So been here before. Was you know we were at the studio and <laughs> listening to beats. Small ass studio. And, yeah. Um, and uh, we, we heard that one beat, we hear the beat, right? And uh, we picked, we wanted to rap on it. And, um, you know, I think Equip Don't Monk were like, love song, love song, love song. And then we are like, love song. And then, you know, I, I'm like the lover boy of the group. You know, I'm all, in my feels all the time in my music so <laughs> like i was the first one to finish the first for that track because i'm always ready to talk about love songs um and so i went first i got my i got my verse done and um monk came up with the hook and then sam and equipto both wrote theirs and it, it was it just came out perfectly like each of our verses like you know is like the song progresses through the hook and the verses and the beat and stuff. And it, it was just like, it just, it became a, a great uh, product at the end. Yeah. It's a great song. I think to, to be like a great album, but that song in particular, it's just like, which is real honest. It's a real honest song kind of, you know, and we, we all came from different perspectives. I think of our, where we, we were at at the time in our relationship world, if it's safe to say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> at the time. At the time. This was like two years ago or something. Yeah. I, I, live, I got kind of not, a, you know, a little in trouble. I, I mean, because I was, when that, it came out two years later, like I said, we've been working on this album for a couple of years. So we wrote that like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And then I was in a different space than I was. And then, you know, so it's like, you know, that's that's something to talk about. I like talking about the, the real shit, kind of, you know what I mean? Or the music, especially when there's emotions involved behind the, the, the music. But, um, yeah, I, I love that song. 
Yeah. About that song. No, I love that song too. I mean, you know, that's a very kind of like, it's a brave action, in my opinion, to make songs like the way that, you know, Pause makes songs. You know what I mean? Like, I've done it before too, you know, where you really kind of like sort of open up or whatever, you know, like that part of your, that part of yourself as a man that you might not like show, like usually when you're on stage or something like that. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we performed this song too. I didn't really know we were going to be like, because you know, you don't really perform like love songs. I guess you do. But like, it's just, it, it ended up like, it, it, it was real personal, I think, for all of us. And it ended up like being real relatable, you know, like to a lot of people. Because a lot of people really like that song and like play it, you know, and it came out during Christmas too, which I think it's very sonically good for that. You know, like the kind of cold and weather. But yeah, man, no, I, I I love that song. I didn't, you know, get in any trouble from it, but it was um <laughs> I don't know about you got getting in trouble with your personal lives and stuff. That's, that's <laughs> a, that sucks, but you know that's the price you pay for your art, I guess. I, <laughs> it, happens, it happens when you kinda of like vulnerable with your art, exactly you just like wear your heart on your sleeves sometimes and then your life changes, and but yeah, let's let's talk about there's other songs. Let's talk about Ghost Rider. <laughs> there's another song on the album called Ghost Rider, produced by Monk HCS, and it features Dirty Sanchez. I want uh, the youngsters to kind of touch on that. That's like a meaningful uh, kind of collaboration that happened. It was a process to it, through Monk, and you know what I mean, and yeah. to them having a a love for for the clique that they're that he's from. Yeah, so basically, like, uh, Monk one day came up to me, and we were at, like, a show or something, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a, this guy, like, Dirty Sanchez, you know, you heard of Dirty Sanchez? I'm like, hell yeah, like, definitely, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, and um, he's like, oh, Joe, you want to perform? Like, we can do a shed song, and this is still back kind of, like, might even have been, nah, we had already put the first shed album out, I think. Yeah. But, just, like, it just so happened that, you know, me Pause and Baghead really loved listening to Dirty Sanchez, Capital Steve's, Joey Badass in high school, you know? So we have already been up on his music for whatever, seven, ten years or something like that. So really because of MC Pause, though, MC Pause is the one who really put us on to all their music, you know, back then. Right, Pause? Yeah, my homie Nick Fowler put me on to Joey Badass. Nick Fowler. And yeah. he was one of the first producers me and Gable worked with when we were coming up rapping in high school and yeah he put me on to joey badass he was like yeah he's coming up and then i started and then i put up everybody else <laughs> and uh and then we just saw pro era as we, we we wanted to model that you know they showed us that you know be doing real hip-hop music is doable and people hear it you know like just seeing that happen was like a dream come true because like you know before it was like before, for at least for me, like it seemed like you can only be successful if you do this mainstream thing. But now with this new age of technology and social media and streams and videos, it's like you know you can be seen without needing that that mainstream uh, plug. And so that just made us, it made me really happy. And you know. For it, for it, for it to, to come to fruition in the form of us working with Dirty and 
um, getting them on the album, like, you know, it just really means a lot. It means that, you know, we really are meant to do this shit, you know, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, you know, we got to thank O'Day and Joey Hamdell, too, of Wastrel Society, because they were the ones who actually connected us with Dirty. Yeah. They were connected with Dirty from the past, and nice. they flew him out here for that show with Monk. Yeah. And when he was out here, you know, just on the fluke, we were like, yo, would you be down to come by our podcast? Because we do a thing called Old Soul Radio. So he came by, we did an interview, and then he went. we went to Oakland and did that verse. And it just, you know, it was just happened hella naturally, you know. And shout out to Dirty, too, because he was cool as fuck the whole time, you know. Just always just, like, <laughs> down to do whatever, like, crazy shit we had going on, you know. And always, like, cool. killed it on the song. And then he ended up Lee right, and then he came back right, to do the video back. and do a show. That's right, two trips. Came back, man. Yeah. yeah, that was big too. Like shout out, Dirty came back. I was my leg was fucked. I'll never forget. He was like, "Good OG." <laughs> <laughs> they all introduced me. You know, Water said, "This OG of the group, you know, you know, OG Frisco cat." You know, and then he'd be like. Good old Jesus. My leg was <laughs> fucked up. I just ripped my calf or something. I was playing basketball. Yeah, but he was, oh, we had yeah. a good laugh at it, though. He was laughing with us. Yeah, and we did a show with him, too, with uh, Stunnerman 02. Yeah, sold out. Sold out the Hotel Utah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah, you know. And so, we, yeah, shout out. Man, that was... Yeah, I'm hella happy for the youngsters to get that done. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I know that was, that's like me doing my thing. Like, you know, in a doing a verse with Master Ace or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, think yeah. those type of things, but yeah, wow. man, that's a great, that's a, a great feature on the album. Uh, what else? I want to, uh, B.I.G. made a beat, he made seasons, so that's important too, because it's like, you know, everything, even though we have three producers, like, you know, we still can uh, collaborate with other producers and make shed sounding music, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, that, so that's another one. Kalina, what about Pieces? Yeah, so we got Pieces with Kalina Lawrence. Shout out Kalina Lawrence. That was also like a very organic kind of a happening of, you know, they came by. We were at Liam's house. Shout out McStravick. We made that beat. Me and Monk were there. We did the first verse first, you know, because it's just me and Monk on the first verse. Of mm -hmm. um, oh, and Satchel was there too, of course. Satchel was there and uh, Nancy and Kalina stopped by just for like a quick second, you know? Like to like get their bag or something like and like and like like just while we were there we were just like oh shit you want to sing on this you know what I mean like and she was just like yeah like right away and she just sang on the shit and it fucking came out perfect yeah. and we were like whoa this is fucking crazy like you know because it was just I don't want to say I keep saying on accident but I, I mean in a good way like we're just doing the shit and like like whoa you know what i mean like it's just like crazy shit like that going on so shout out kalina lawrence she, she killed it um we talked about i wonder but uh we didn't i don't think mention jamie z uh who was on i wonder definitely right. killed it and um you know added the with, with monk yeah added exactly right Rapp, i did it with monk we worked with her on other stuff um Adiyemi's on the snare. <laughs> Adiyemi on. I'm looking at the uh, the the playlist or not the playlist the the track list of "Don't Forget You're Welcome," and I see another another feature here that hasn't been mentioned yet is Michael Marshall. Yeah, thank you to Michael Marshall for you know being on our album. Like, obviously a legend from 
in music. You right. know? So it's an honor the guy to with, know who him. did the one hook where like you could never talk like what other hook can anyone say like I did that yeah. hook? Don't fuck with me. Like that's the hook. Like, you did the hook. And a lot of other yeah, shit too. But that hook, like that's all what you need to do ever have done and you're done. Like fucking no one can talk. Oh no, yeah, dude. <laughs> hands down, dude is like one of the greatest voices and uh dudes out there too. Like but like when he did it too, what I like about it is when he heard it, because not everything he does, he ends up liking. As right. far as the whole song, let's keep it real. Sometimes we do features and it doesn't end up. But this is a feature. He doesn't do just anything. He, he obviously loves the shit. He, he knows every fucking member. He knows what we're doing. But when he heard the It's Finished Product, he was like, wow. He heard that song like, that's really dope. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, nice. I felt good. Because, you know, me and me's even three albums deep. Just yeah, to be you, like, yeah, ah, that was sure. Like, he keep it real as fuck. He, he's one of the most honest persons there is. But like music, yeah, definitely a, a crazy ass feature we had on there, which fit perfect, you know, for the song "Broken Promises" because he, he totally relates. We've been on the same road. Um, yeah, who else was there? Any? I think uh, Sife on "Creatures." We talked about Sife earlier. Yeah, a little bit on Sife. Sife is definitely a big part of oh, you know yep, also inspiration. Also you know, a collective. And uh, Adiemi collaborated with Brackon on No Cavities. And, you know, Adiemi is just one of the dopest producers in San Francisco, period. Right now, he's a monster. Oh, I think I played No Cavities last week on my show. I lose track of the weeks, you know. Putting, like, playlists together. And Juana. No, yeah, we wanted to mention Juana. She's the organizer out here in San Francisco. She was on, she's on the outro, right? Yeah, Juana's interlude is the outro. And that's a real, like, actual action that was going on, I think, you know. Press conference, like, you know, press conference or something. Yeah, like that. some whatever, some like Board that. meeting, board of supervisors meeting. Yeah, and um, it, it basically, they touched on a lot of, you know, this what's going on in San Francisco. She's our comrade, our friend. You know, it, it's just kind of like, a nice ending to like what's going on, kind of a reflection of the last five years, four years, three years, I say that was, you know, but, um, and also the cover art, I think is very important. You know what I mean? Like the, the cover art of the album, if you really, it's a uh, Yarrow art, Yarrow is an artist. Yarrow Slaps. Yarrow Slaps is an artist out here. Uh, he does music too, but he's a crazy, incredible artist, drawing artist. Yeah. Um, and he did the album, the album cover for the watershed. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Amazing. Yeah, it's definitely a striking image. I was, I was looking at it, trying to decipher. Like, I wonder what the origin is behind that. So that's that's a local artist out there that that has their own style. That is that like he an iconic? It so, actually, did you guys post something where it's like there was a, fo- a reference photo, and then after it was like, this is what the cover looks like? Or am I making that up? Well, yeah, the photo, like you know, you see us painted real small. That's a that's a, that 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 is a reference photo. But the, yeah, it's like you guys hanging on like a stairwell or something. I think I saw. I think yeah. I saw a post about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That exactly. Uh, yeah, definitely zoomed in and was like, oh, that's dope. Okay. Yeah, but the actual art, he just did that. Like I think just based off knowing Queen B and us and like. He listened to the album and you know what we sent him that album and he did that so it was just like holy shit you know to yeah. me to me he did it perfectly you know what i mean like the, that that is just like damn yeah exactly yeah yeah 
I mean, that album cover reflects the music so, so well. Yeah. Like you said, like, it's not a, because you look at it, it's the streets of San Francisco, really. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain areas, certain streets all together. It's just like a mesh of what's going on and what's happened. And there's certain subliminal, if you want to call them, messages in, in there, here and there. You know what I mean? Like, writings. And it's like, you know, it goes back to, like, saying, it's like, it's, it's being an activist without being a trying, without being, you know what I mean? Like, Back to the first shit out, we brought culture without even trying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like, this is what we do. And it's not no braggadocia shit. It's just kind of like, what it is, man. You know what I mean? Like, we're out here living the life. It's not like, you know, if you're a survivor of the San Francisco, you know, monster, you know, then shit. You're an activist by nature. You got to survive, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the uh, first album cover and kind of looking at both of them. And just kind of seeing it, you know, for me, because I didn't know really a lot about your group. Like, now I'm finally learning all this stuff that's super awesome to hear. But, you know, I'm only based on, like, the music and the visuals. Album covers still matter a lot, you know. So it's like, I saw the new one, the illustration. But uh, could you mention talk about maybe the first album cover just a little bit? Like, it's a photograph. What is that? I think Jason, the argument, shout out to you, and we did that. I think that was also a photograph kind of turned into some art. Icon kind of inspired. Icon uh, definitely, you know, worked with. It's like an empty street. Solo person walking. Yeah, old Market Street. Market Street in like a long time ago. Market Street, Francisco. um, Sort of striking, recognizable presence of space right and you know it's just if you look at market street whether it's a picture of 1900 or now like it's obviously like the buildings look completely different but it's just the same as place and you know it just a kind of it if you if you're on market street you're facing embarcadero you're just you're looking at the whole world kind of you know from san francisco that's like everybody's image of san francisco is kind of like Fisherman's Wharf and stuff is just really facing everything right there, you know? So I think it's just like showing that picture kind of encapsulates just kind of how far back we may be thinking about when talking about San Francisco, you know? And then it kind of just like all the way back then, the second cover kind of go is now, you know, like that's not market street. That's more like division. I feel like, you know, like, but, uh, but it's, it's like, I don't know. Obviously I'm just sort of spitballing this, but I think it's a dope question. Like what do the covers mean? You know, yeah, maybe I'm going too deep, but, but no, yeah, I mean, no, that no. shit does matter, you know, like, like, yeah, and, and yeah. maybe you'll figure it out now, you know, when I'll write a song, someone will later be like, what's, what are those lyrics about? And I'll forget, man. Like maybe I'll write a song and I don't even remember. Like I have a, a, a new record that I'm just finishing up and the old songs that I made a couple of years ago that made it onto the record. I honestly don't even know what I'm talking about in some of the lines and some of those, <laughs> like, I'm like, well, that's cool wordplay, but I don't really know where I was at mentally there. And so I kind of have to relearn. I hear the lines and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. That could mean this. So I'm like kind of reinterpreting myself uh, later in life. And so it's kind of fun to look at that stuff. And, and sometimes someone will ask me what something means and I'll be like, well, I don't know what I meant at the moment, but 
what it could right. mean is this, and then I'll make a connection I like, and then uh, <laughs> right. kind of go with that <laughs> afterwards. Sometimes rhyme schemes will even happen like that, you know, like certain things will connect and rhyme, you know what I mean? Like certain syllables will connect within a pattern. And you didn't even intend to make that happen, like, you know, and you'll listen back to it and be like, oh, shit, that, that kind of like that whole little eight bar kind of, you know what I mean? Like all type of things happen within creativity, you know what I mean? Like when you're in some type of zone or whatnot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, or someone will tell you like, oh man, those bars meant a lot to me. This is what I think. And I'm like, oh, that's doper than what I thought when I wrote it. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> right, right, right. Not definitely, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, these dudes is young, you know what I mean? Like, so they really like sharpening their shit and going through everything that we're talking about right now, too. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, it, it's, it's a whole new age, man. They got, you know, they're on their shit. You know what I mean? Got dope producers, you know, like dope people in the corner, dope, you know, dope uh, engineers and shit like that. Are important too to have you know what i mean like know people that know the sound because that's what the, the, the shed sound you know i, I want to keep the shed you know like it's just like that, that album has a certain sound you know what i mean like um so it's like you know everybody made that happen audio chemistry on the on the mastering who's the brother that mixed it you said again spencer and spencer the incredible spencer job on mixing it um you know like this is something that i really stand behind like some you know and I think that's the good thing about a group, too, as, as far as me, like, because I, I make music like a motherfucker, you know, I'm, I'm modest, but I'm, you know, I'm also confident. But when I'm with a group and I'm confident behind that, I can promote that more. You know, I'm not the one that's always like, yeah, buy my new album. It's a whoa, 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 you know what I mean? Like, hey, that's cool. I, you know, I put work into it. But when you really stand behind it, like, if I didn't even feature on this album, keep it real, I would promote it because this, sonically it's there. You know the content is there you know what I mean? like everything is there like you know what i mean like so that's why like I, I i encourage motherfuckers to really get into the album you know what i mean not if you know not if you're on you know you could be a music lover you know you could be one of these lyrical miracle must be just anybody that really into music i think will just get a good you know a good trip off this like journey you know what i mean like Oh yeah, there's there's it's a it's a quality uh product like both albums both of, both of them are yeah definitely good all the way through listens not like you know you get some especially like um on the road you know or or whatever you, you meet you get a lot people you just end up with seat I'm sure you equipped with all all those tours you guys did I'm sure you, I don't know hopefully I don't even know but I'm sure you end up with a fucking fat stack of CDs of everybody at every show giving you something that's true bro that, that, that. and I, I actually like i got boxes too mm-hmm. i try to keep, i try to keep it real i haven't listened to all of them obviously but i don't throw them away like you could ask my folks <laughs> they'd be like damn I'm like man you know I, I know how it is you know what i mean like shit and i've heard some dope shit you know what i mean i've heard some dope shit i still keep all them cds you know what i mean like some of them i haven't opened i just keep the souvenirs kind of like you know like hotel keys from tours and shit like oh i got the cd over here in you know alabama or some shit or got the cd over here but like for my tours uh one of them you know i came home after that tour where i was in bay area i came home with so many cds from from all the shows we played in california so and you know i think watershed was one of them 
I don't remember when I got the Watershed CD. I have it. I've listened to it, but I don't remember where. But I definitely got it from Equipto. And it was because you're pushing it, man. Like, like I, you know, I like if I could name all the shows I played with you, I think I played with you twice in Taos, New Mexico. You guys played my album release party in 2018 in Santa Fe at that casino with uh, oh, with Chino, awesome. Chino XL. Oh, the, man, the ladies, ladies night. Right on, man. That's a, that is. That's a, that's an honor. And then man, I rocked I with you guys too. like, yeah, no, it was, it was an honor for me. Uh, definitely. But um, then like a few days later, we played in Amarillo. Oh, my with, God. With you at that. You that that that's not that horrible ass crazy ass where they smoke cigarettes and shit. Oh, my God. That was a wild show, man. I had a gun pulled on me that night. Like some dude, because we were doing a cypher and uh, some random drunk guy was trying to get up and rap. And like uh, the, the promoter was like, get that guy off the stage. And they like yanked him off. And then I was by the merch booth and he thought I like, he, for some reason he thought I insulted him. So he came up to me and his brother came up and like pulled, like he didn't pull a gun, but he pulled up his shirt to show his gun that was in his pants. He's like trying to start shit and stuff. And it was Oh man, that was a crazy show. I remember I went there. I performed there maybe three times at that same spot. It stank. I, I came in. I'd be coming in with a bottle of Ozium because it stinks so bad. <laughs> it's, they, it stinks so bad of cigarettes, bro. Like, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. But I remember that show, and, and and like you know, if you you really know, it's like a lot of like you know racist folks in that area in Texas and everything, and they call it Amarillo. And I was on stage, Vic. I was like, I was on stage. I was like. I'm gonna call it Amarillo, Texas, because you know Amarillo is really the what the the foundation of this state. And people were looking at all the cowboys, looking at me like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that was a weird weird uh, scene for sure. It, was. it is an interesting spot. I performed there three times, maybe four, but three times I think it's always been fucking crazy. There's some love out there, though. Surprisingly, they're, they're the weirdos, but then there's oh, like there's some dope actual like heads that are way about the 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 scene and and hip-hop but uh yeah and then i think we did a ga- uh gallop with casual uh you, you did a tour with casual there and then uh i don't know man i think i played like five six seven shows with you nice but uh every single time man there's been watership i'm sorry watershed uh stickers or cds or that's something you've been pushing like that brand has been uh like i've digested it and i've never even met you know anyone but a crypto from the group but like to me that's like that's underground hip-hop like like so i can tell that you stand behind that i guess is what I'm really saying, because you've yeah. been pushing it and you've had other out you were doing uh you know pushing your solo records and your your other stuff but you always had like a spot for uh for the watershed so i don't know somehow it's uh it's 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 definitely something like worth paying attention to and and uh man i I feel like we were gonna bring you guys out on a show like there was there were tour talks yeah Um, we're gonna go on tour with true justice we were gonna we had a tour planned oh man it's just tough but it's gonna happen you know you just got to keep working, but definitely we're gonna we're definitely gonna hit New Mexico and hit the you know Utah, Colorado, all the main circuits that we usually hit because that's that's like kind of my you know my priority like as far as what's happening. I mean you know I, I have my shit, we all have our shit, but as far as like group things and music wise and like experience wise, it's, it's water shit. You know what I mean? Like I want us to 
experience shit on the road. I want to, you know what I mean, experience shit recording with, you know, different producers, whatever. It is. You know what I mean? All type of stuff, man. You know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of like uh, what, that's why, you know, I kind of push that shit as much as I can. You know what I mean? Like, we all got our solo shits, like I said, but at the end of the day, it's like, a collective is always powerful, you know what I mean? Especially when it's well-crafted, you know? And it's, this is, it's, that second album is definitely a example of something that's, you know, a well-crafted piece of art that's going to stand the test of time. Yeah, and, and, and it's kind of, it's inspiring to see a second album because, yeah, we got the first album two years ago and, right. and as you explained it, it was sort of, I don't want to say haphazard, but you know, it came together organically oh, and you, it wasn't like this master plan. It just, it sort of happened. Right. And, and, and so that's easy for to, to do one of those and then be like, well, that was cool guys, you know, mm-hmm. but, but the fact that you came together and did a second one with intention is right. like, okay, now like that was a cool thing to pay attention to. Now it's like a force to be respected and to be mm-hmm. like, like now it demands attention before it was like hey check this out this is dope right right and now it's like oh damn you know like the, this is something and now album three is gonna be like like you better fucking hear this shit you know <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah it's gonna be on a whole i mean this album of course like i said this this is like um I don't want to say like our love supreme or like Joe, you know what I mean? I, I just want, it's like, this is something that's definitely going to put something on, you know, with like, like stand at this time. But yeah, the third, the third project, like we probably drop some singles and, and like some surprise shit, you know what I mean? Before we do that. Yeah. But, only um, fans. yeah, we're going to have a watershed only fans. You know, whatever works, you know, Hey, whatever, whatever, whatever funds the album, you know, you gotta get, you know, yeah, no one's buying CDs anymore. <laughs> so I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Mixing ain't free, man. Mastering ain't free, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but nah, man, it's definitely like, you know, got some shit definitely to come. Like, yeah, the first album was, was a, a blessing to happen. The second album was also definitely like a lot more effort into it. You know what I mean? A lot more effort to, I mean, it was Martin was in school. I mean, uh, my, MC Paws, I called him his real name. MC Paws was in school a majority of the time. Like, he was trying to, you know, he'd be in and out, but he was, like, making super efforts to be part of the group because we were like, God damn, you got to get your ass out here. Ooh. And he'd go, okay, send me the beat Brock Hunter. You know what I mean? Like, it came through and killed it. You know what I mean? Like, every time, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Had to wiggle so there was studio day sometimes none of us were there just him and bright you know what i mean like yeah he's gonna hook up with monk or you know what i mean gonna do just made it happen and then like likewise as far as the production like we, i wasn't involved i wasn't you know what i mean like but i remember i was getting the final product i was like this is not the song we started with <laughs> yes this is crazy you know what i mean like i was yeah. like wow they didn't work on from all type of shit you know what i mean so yeah it's it's like this this shit is crazy. Like another shit album is like it's gonna definitely be on some other, you know what I mean, other shit. Like we definitely got like You're like, don't even bring right? that up right now. Like we're happy with the second one, bro. Like what do you <laughs> expect from us? <laughs> Jesus. Got in my mind my mind is blue when I thought of a third one. I'm like Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, like for real, bro, like this album, but I love it that much. I'm not even putting that you know what I mean? Like 
this is like something that you know we got to marinate on like every song needs kind of promotion you know what yeah. i mean that's kind of where we're at it too like we're not super mainstream obviously so we have to have some type of push and some type of strategy behind that and i think every song is worthy of that you know what i mean like so uh we're gonna try to i think work on that throughout this year Aside of our solo things and other things, whatever, you know, other things that we have going. But as far as Shed and this album, I think we're going to focus on every song uh, that's on the album. Yeah. Strategy, you know, I think that's what it is nowadays. You got to have a strategy. Everyone's flooding the market. This music easy is just kind of like you got to have certain type of visuals. And I think that's what's dope about what's going on with like, um, San Francisco, as far as like Oso Collective in particular, with like cereal for kids and the diversity of what they bring to the table, you know what I mean? Like because it's it's, it's stamping um, a certain type of culture that's happening in San Francisco right now. It's reflecting, you know what I mean? Like for years to come, it's going to represent that certain time. Like oh man, you remember when the videos were like this, and you know what I mean? Woo woo, and music was like this. San Francisco was like, you know, it was kind of, yeah. it's definitely like, it's, that's what, that's what also and like is doing right now. And, and you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it has to be kind of acknowledged on that level. You know what I mean? Like it was all a team effort, you know what I mean? Like, but the music definitely is like, uh, somewhat of the foundation culturally, I guess, aside of like, you know, the real groundwork and shit, but I say artistically culturally, you know what I mean? Like the music you know, really move shit. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I mean, what's what's to come? I mean, it's, you know, the shed, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, but yeah, it's it's important, like, for us to, uh, just to keep, keep shit moving, keep shit current. You know what I mean? Keep shit moving, keep shit current, uh, moving with the times, everybody come, and, and being a collective, and musically, it brings other things about too, as far as, as, far as like community and being around and learning each other and being there for each other in our lives, you know what I mean, period. Um, being, you know, knowing our, each other's families and learning, you know, being there for each other's comrades in need and things like that. Like, that's all part of what Watershed is too. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely like, we're not just like, oh yeah, you know, we're part of each other's lives. You know what I mean? Like we've been there for, you know what I mean? Like through some tough times, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it's, it's definitely all reflected in the music. It's definitely reflected in the music. And there's going to be times where, you know, like we're going to take it to the next levels. But I think right now, we're focusing on this this project. You know, there's a lot of hard work into it. Um, I, I spent a lot of time reading hip-hop history and learning, you know, because I grew up in New Mexico. I don't have, like, I mean, like like we established earlier, we do have, you know, our own brand of hip-hop out here. But, you know, we kind of got to look to other areas and uh you know even like you're saying like oh the way we do do videos now is going to be remembered later so much history out there and what you guys do contributes directly to that history um and so it's it's important it's kind of like a um, responsibility like if you're going to take up the mantle of hip-hop and you're going to be out there like you better mean what you're doing that's crazy that's a great, it is a big responsibility, like like you said, like sometimes I, as an elder in a sense, like, because I was lucky enough to see Boy Stiff kind of like be respected later. You know, like we were like 91, 92, 93, dropped in 95. And it was, it was good, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, we were doing our thing, definitely. But it's like years later, a lot of people still recognize it in Japan. 
Switzerland and all, you know, all over the world. Like, man, boy, Steph, remember the demo tapes? We love y'all, boo, boo, y'all put, you know what I mean? Like, and I recognized, like, we were just living. We were just youngsters living the life. You know what I mean? Like, we were just youngsters living our life. And, like, we recognized, like, we encouraged an, another generation. You know what I mean? We encouraged folks to uh, do their thing and, you know, like, culturally and all that type of shit. So that's what's happening now. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I say that. Like, people will remember that, you know, with how the videos were done with Cereal for the Kids. People will remember certain things of how, you know, the music was made and, and what was going on in San Francisco at this time. Like, you know, so it is important. Sometimes I, I so I'll be trying to tell, like, youngsters sometimes, like, what you're doing right now is, you know, cultivating the future for culture. You know what I mean? It's cultivating new. It's, it's going to be remembered for years to come. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's very important to understand what type of responsibility we have. You know what I mean? Especially, like you said, being from this region, being from this section, being from the Bay Area, like that responsibility. I want pause to kind of speak on that. Like I was just looking at him like... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> kind of, you know, hearing what you just said, uh, OG, Willikers, like... <laughs> Uh, it kind of just makes me think about what I was talking about earlier about, you know, like repping SF, repping the mission, being the rapper from the mission, the rapper from Frisco. Like, my, you know, a dream of mine is for people to do that research, you know, like if they really like me as the artist, you know, like they'll do the research of where I'm from and like they'll find out where the mission is and go visit the mission and be like, Oh, this is where MC pause is from. You know, like that's what I did when I went to New York, I went to, uh, I went to Jamaica Queens. I went to Linden Boulevard, you know, I went to 226 St. James place. I went to one through nine in Lenox. You know, I went to all these legendary places that have always been talked about in the music that I listened to. And I just feel like I'm, I'm blessed to be able to be in a position where I can create, uh, you know, a part of the history of, of hip hop in the city. And I feel like the hip hop in the city is like super, like if you, like I feel like if hip hop from the city gets out, it's like pretty rare, you know, like I remember in New York, like they, I told them I was from Frisco and they, they, they like the song they knew was uh, the Bammer Wee by RBL Posse, you know? So it's like, there's only like a few songs I really like get out, like, and like, you know, touch the masses and people know like, oh, this is from Frisco, you know? So I think uh, I think that's uh, that's one of the goals for for myself as an artist is to create content that will get out and will be will make people like want to know more about it because like I said before like that's what I've always loved about hip hop the most is is just finding out the intricacies and the connections between everybody. Well, for Professor, I don't know if this is kind of a tangent, but because we were talking about videos, one thing. Uh, I, a video I looked up and saw that I really thought was super dope was the um, Don't Wait in Line mm. music video. The, uh, what, done by Audio Vandals? Yes. That uh, video yeah. is sick, dude. Like It's it's like an underground video, but done like professionally. Like, if, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of, like, you know, all of us underground rappers, we make wow. videos or whatever, but, like, that's done in, like, like the tradition of, like, a, a like kind of underground video you know like using yeah. like like other like pirated footage i don't know if that was pirated or not but like you know like like it has a lot of the like tropes i guess of like a underground video but like so well done thank you man yeah we got that's again oday and joey of audio vandals and uh, wastrel society you know joey hamdell 
Yo, they be doing crazy videos. They make movies, bro. They, they did Ghost Rider too. Um, oh, I got a chief. I don't think I saw that one. Fucking, but yeah, don't wait in line. That's off me and Baghead's project. Uh, light bulbs. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, don't be welcome. But uh, my room needs new light bulbs. Uh, featuring New NASA, who's the fucking champ. He's champ is our good friend, and he's an amazing artist. Dope, I just yeah. was talking to him today. You saw his verse, obviously, on that, which is epic. So I know I was thanks. trying to find more by him, and there was nothing on Spotify. <laughs> on Spotify. He's got a lot of music, but you know, we do that rollout thing, bro. He his name. You gotta roll it out, roll it out. Roll it in, roll it out, you know? Like, you can't just roll out one time, you know? Like you said, <laughs> they only give you a week. So, <laughs> you gotta roll in, and roll out. Roll you know, in, roll out. Span of a week. <laughs> but you know, yo, thank you for watching that video, though. You know, because that was um, we. I love that video, man. We put a lot of they put a lot of work into it. I I was in it, you know, and wrapped in it. And, uh, no, I I love the like the way you know like you throw the rolling papers and the shot of that all kind yeah. of weird. Like it goes with the beat, and then and then like it, you walk away presumably to go buy ro more rolling papers is what i was like i'm assuming that's what what that was about because you're gone for a while and then uh you know he's like wrapping around walking around and then like you guys meet up at the record shop or smoke shop, exactly. shop at the sh yeah the smoke shop i think and then, oh, like, corner store, yeah uh, yeah and then you want uh, you go down you pick up the the box like, i don't know like for a simple video like every there's no moment where I'm like, oh, that was awkward. Like, no, oh, look, he walks by, he goes in the store. Like, it all made sense. Like, yeah. as far as like the movement of space and time, like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, this is amateurish. It's like, it's trying to be amateurish, but it's too professional. It's like, <laughs> like conceptually, it was simple, but executed so well that it's like, damn, this is like such a high end, like, chilling on the street video. <laughs> well, you know, we've been doing it, man. I mean, right. we definitely—that's kind of our thing, bro. We're like cutty, like amazing shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we definitely like work really hard on our shit, and it's dope as fuck. And sometimes a lot of people see it, sometimes not as many people see it, but we always just do it, and it's always we always just love doing it. Well, that's the point, right? Like, you get all these rappers that are like, "Oh, if I don't get famous this year, I'm quitting rap to go be a." to go sell real estate or something right. yeah like i always hate the, the like the rappers i resent are the ones that are like well it doesn't make any money so i don't want to do this i'm like well fuck you get the fuck out of here like if you're doing it just to make money get out of here <laughs> yeah, right. i mean yeah definitely there's definitely folks out there you know who have to make money from rap and right you know there's well, right if, if that's your business or whatever but like the one the, uh, the ones that never actually made a career out of it but we're like i'm gonna try this only to make money right that's what i mean like the ones that don't like respect the community and culture the ones that are just like you're hella right that's hella true like people shouldn't do it for money but there's some people who just did it for money and ended up being dope as fuck too though you know what i mean it's crazy like rap like i feel like it chooses like it it, it like chooses its people more than people choose it I think, you know yeah well i mean it's like it, it is a business yeah, it's you a business mean? and it's like too. there are talented people that do business. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it, it's gonna it's gonna come across. You know what I mean? Sometimes it happens, and I always say, man, like you know, hip hop was was is somewhat is rooted in the resistance, right? But it was born during the the, the extreme uh, the capitalist the crumble of 
the crumble of capitalism as well in the Bronx with the infernos and gentrification displacements and, and, and brothers, you know, want, you know, with the paid in full cover, the gold chains, the Gucci, like it's breathed in that materialism and consumerism. And you know what I mean? Like, so that's going to, that's part of like American culture. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's going to be part of it. Like, so it's like, it's not, it's not to say it's a good thing or a bad thing. That's not my but I guess the ones that like don't make the money and then they that's why they quit. I guess that's right. where where it what bothers me is like Yeah. Then then you don't really love this. I don't know. Right. Is is like if you go in to make money and you make money and you're dope, like cool, that's fine. But if you go into it cuz you think it's a way to make money and then you don't and then you quit, um I just I don't, you know, then to me I'm like that's Not to mention That's not the point, man. Like if you love hip hop, you love hip hop, you know. <laughs> Like my new album uh, that I'm I'm about to drop here in a, in a couple of months is called Feast or Famine, and I know other people have used that, but I I was like, you know what? That's what makes sense to me right now because I'm gonna do this either way, right? You know, if I'm making money and doing whatever, like I've lost so much more money than I made, and I don't, I, I know like some rappers don't obviously, but for no, me, man. like I do this because I love music. I don't do this because I think I'm gonna make money. Like I. If I thought that, I wouldn't be doing this. Like, <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's definitely like that. That's definitely everyone has their way of going about it. You know what I mean? To have different opportunities, different have you know, or, um, different ways to go about. But I'm one of those too. Like, I'm, I have to learn to respect that too, and to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm definitely a, a do that. You know, this is why I'm in the position I am as an underground artist. You know, I'm, I'm underground. I had opportunities. I, I could, you know, I could have pushed to gone further in different areas and things like that. But I'm very stubborn. You know what I mean? I stick to my guns. I'm one of those type of artists. I believe in my art heavily. I don't want no one to control this shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I understand that. Like, with with being, you know, like kind of protective of the culture and like, oh man, motherfuckers ain't really serious about it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's always room for other things. You know what I mean? Like and stuff like you said. Like it was some of the dopest music. But we probably might be even listening to if some of these dudes didn't hit the lab with the intent of getting money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, oh shit, they were like, I mean, you listen to Biggie Smalls and Lil Kim, get money, yeah, give me, give me, you know what I mean? Like, Tupac is like, Tupac is my favorite artist. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I listen to that, that a lot of that shit was, you know, money motivated and money driven. You know what I mean? Like, but with all the good intent. You know what I mean? As well as, well as I look at it too, because he was coming from a certain place. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them brothers coming from certain places that we've never been. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's hard to tell a black man not to get his money. You know what I mean? In a capitalistic society. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard, man. Motherfuckers trying to make it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, you know, it has its, it has its, its you know, back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, double-edged sword. Absolutely, yeah. And that's the beauty of the hip-hop uh, platform is that there's no just one voice it's it's the 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 collective of voices that makes it beautiful like if you can rhyme over a beat you know and you're and you're speaking your truth that's like all that matters it's like the one the ones faking in line and saying things that aren't real to them and like trying to be something else like that's where where hip-hop kind of i don't want to listen to that and you can kind of hear it you know you can tell if someone means what they're saying right i think a lot of it too is like Sometimes it, where you're coming from too is like, as I understand, it's like it, it, you might feel it takes away from like the content or takes away from like the genuine, genuineness and the vulnerableness of the music. You know what I mean? Like once you you're, you have a certain agenda or a certain approach, you know what I mean? Like, 
But with certain artists, they could block that out, I think. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, you know, so it's like, no, but I definitely feel like, you know, because I always, I, I have a saying too, like, I, I, I say like, you know, don't, don't hustle, hustle your music, hustle for your music. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, it's, it's like, it'll always be your passion. If that's, that's like, if, you're, if it's your passion, in a sense, you know what I mean? Like, it really has to be a passion. You know what I mean? Like, cause like you said, like regardless if I make money or not, I'm still gonna be making music. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it doesn't really matter. And that's kind of like how I look at it too. If I'm making, you know, if I'm making music or not, I'm still gonna be making money. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm a, and I'm gonna put that money into my passion. You know what I mean? Like regardless. So it's like you know, I always it's like it's a narrow road. You know what I mean? It's like, but it doesn't mean you can't make a hit. It doesn't mean you can't make a dope song. You know what I mean? Like, cause all it really takes is, you know a real one good song or two good songs to make it all, you know, to like quote, quote unquote, make it in music. You know what I mean? Like make a living off of it. And that could be all done. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, it just has to, you know, people just have different ways of going about it creatively. But I think, you know, as long as you don't like overdo it, like you said, sometimes, you know, blasting your music all the time. Oh, this is my shit. This is my shit. It kind of gets tiring, but you just do it as it comes. You make quality music. The real people are going to listen. Real people are going to gravitate to it. And that's going to be your legacy. That's your legacy at the end of the day. 20 years later, you look back at it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you might cringe at it. Like, ah, oh, shit, ooh, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that or whatever. But that's part of the legacy that you go through. You know what I mean? Like, as an artist. So at, at the stage I'm at, I would just say, you know, not too much hustle your music, but hustle for it. You know what I mean? Like, make sure your shit sounds good. Do what you want for it. You know what I mean? Like, get the right equipment. Get the right studio time. Get, you know, invest in it in that way. Don't worry about too much making money off it because you have other hustles you know what I mean? To pay for you to live, you know, it's, but like you said, some people do have to do that. They don't have nothing really, or, no, you know what I mean? They don't look at it like they have any other way out but to entertain and make some music, you know what I mean? And get paid off of that, so it is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, shout out Brycon, Baghead, Monk, HTS, Check out at the watershed four one five on all social media platforms, and on also all, watershed four one five. We're just the watershed on the streams, Spotify, all that. You know? um, thank you for having us, man. OG Willikers has been dope, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you in New Mexico. Yeah, shout out to uh, Old Smoke Collective and. Everybody that's been that worked with us on the album, all the features. Cypher four and Big Vic in here protecting us. Security right now. <laughs> and uh, keep slapping the album. Got some videos of coming out. Well, we got the I, I Wonder video out on IG TV right now. It'll be on YouTube uh, pretty soon. And uh, yeah, if you keep bumping the album. Help us get these numbers. Yeah, definitely. Want a shout out to everybody that you know helped make this album come about. A couple years in the making. Um, I, I've expressed it throughout the interview. To me, it's classic. It's uh, so I encourage people to, to get on it. If not, it's all good. You know, it'll be a time. Maybe it's not for you right now. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh. Don't forget your welcome, Watershed. We've got a few videos out right now on it. Um, 
expect some more music coming soon from all of us independently, solo. But expect more watershed music coming out too throughout 2021. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. to get it do that man right then you get that 47 steezy left now he came back holy spirit all them haters entertainers just a whole bunch of cedrics hell's fire scorch hoes love it when i play it dragon balls in the mouth now she's super saying i'm just playing baby nah but really i'm just saying all those curves i ain't scared but i'm like goddamn back it up look at me tell me i'm the man roll that strong take you home i might let you meet the fans blasts in the club hands up going hand banging mommies out to molly so I make them do my dance You said you got bands But I don't see them though I hear your lips moving But I don't hear you talking That's that fake move Look, yo, you such a plastic hoe I'm bringing down the house You just barely kicking those Yeah, I gotta keep it classy Gotta keep it flashy Wild girls attack me Hold up, mommy My ashes Been through bumpy roads But I keep that seatbelt fasting I'm married to the game Till they drop me in the casket Black on black window Tinted, I'm a ghost rider Beat the pussy up Chun Lee all nighter Without, it's like we without a light Me without a beat is like we without a light Black on black window tinted, I'm a ghost rider Beat the pussy up, Chun Lee all nighter Me without, it's like we without a light Me without a beat is like we without a light Cold in the night, rolling in a bucket Having dinner twice, just made a crowd go wild With a shitty mic, never on a pity hype Knowing it's a clock runner Concrete gets harder in the hot summer Drying under loss, but I never was feeble Rose, that's the gold struck. Black on black window tinted, I'm a ghost rider. Beat the pussy up, Chun Lee all nighter. Me without, it's like we without a light. Me without a beat, it's like we without a light. Black on black window tinted, I'm a ghost rider. Beat the pussy up, Chun Lee all nighter. Me without, it's like we without a light. Me without a beat, it's like we without a light. Used to burn turf in a dope rental. Beanie with a peacoat, that's OG Frisco. Striking through these red lights, we don't read signals. But let me hit this weed before I proceed with you. This shit was mainly moving bass so insanely. I had to pack a pistol to get to home safely. Alone like AC, moving zones kinda pacey. Lil kid 13, smoking on the lacy. This shit was crazy, I'm glad I made it through sane. Most didn't make it, couldn't change up to a new lane. Or they said, come to the vices that help them through pain. Some ready relocated with a new name. I was bred in this shit, it's in my blue veins. Can't get it out, it's like white drawers and duke stains. Trying to hustle for a bucket in a new chain. I just learned to numb it out like the two drain. And the kids love Wu Tang. Yeah.